You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 98. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey everyone, it's Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body Podcast, always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information that you can put into play right away. So we've got a great podcast episode ahead today, the Eagle's Eye on Health, which is always our first tidbit on news or health going on, health news going on is going to be just something really quick about eggs. And then our main topic today is, are you a slave to your device and all the devices that are out there? So we're going to talk a little bit about something going on in this world we live in with devices. Okay, getting right into Eagle's Eye on Health. So have you ever wondered if there's a different nutrition factor between all the different colored eggs? Because I know that I have. So what's a white egg and a brown egg? And I always assume, well, the brown eggs are probably more nutritious, like brown rice is more nutritious, all that, right? Well, I just wanted to give you that quick answer today and let you know about some of the nutrition on an egg. Egg nutrients include protein, fat, vitamin A, and choline. Eggs do have cholesterol, but as we've talked about before, the cholesterol in food has little impact on cholesterol in your blood. So even though they once thought, oh, if you have high cholesterol, you shouldn't be eating eggs, they no longer think that. And just so you all know, the egg, and that includes the yolk, has some of the most incredible protein that you can possibly ingest because it basically includes almost like all the amino acids of protein that you could possibly need. So the egg is the most full protein that you can eat. So I know I'm a huge egg eater and we don't have to worry anymore about that cholesterol issue. But do different eggs have different nutrition profiles? First of all, there is no nutritional difference between white and brown eggs. Different breeds of chickens simply lay eggs of different colors from white to brown to green. So there you have it. There is no nutrient differences. And I have not had a green egg yet, but I would be very interested too. (laughs) All right, so are you a slave to your devices? And I am not just talking about the phone. So we've already talked about the phones before and social media and whatnot. But what I'm starting to realize is that we are all becoming slaves to our devices. And there's so many of them. So let's find out. Are you a slave? Do you freak out if you're missing one of your devices? Like your phone. How about your iWatch? If you're obsessing over the details of a device and feeling the need to have them near you or on you or with you at all times, if that's something that you feel you might have entered the slavery zone. That's what I'm calling it. It's like a slavery zone. And I'm, I am just as guilty of this as all of you, but I'm starting to see it now. So I'm starting to slow down and step back. Now, if you are a slave to your device, I call it the S to the D, a slave to the device, then the device company has won. Just so you know. That is exactly what they want. They want you to need their device so badly that you will never give it up and continue buying their newest models always. So in a way, it's not your fault because they have designed all of these devices to hook you. 
Uh, that's really what they want to do. They want to hook you for life. But I want to make sure you understand that throughout this entire episode today, this is not a judgment episode. I am not judging you. Because first of all, like I said, I'm just as guilty of many of these things. But as I become aware of it, I realized I just want other people to become aware of it too, as I start to tell you about all these different things. So it's definitely, it's not a judgment. It's more like, let's have a conversation about this. And and I, I think it might give you an awareness as you start to see if you are an S to the D. How about that? Okay, so do these devices truly benefit us? Do they truly benefit our health? Do they benefit our mental state? That's what we want to find out because if they're not benefiting us in some way, if they're not bringing us joy, then we should know that as well. So let's review each device first and then we'll kind of sum it up and we'll see how these things are helping us or are they hurting us. The most obvious one, of course, is the phone. Okay, we already know we're all addicted to our phones. Generally, we're addicted for social media. And if you missed my social media podcast episode, check it out. Episode number 66, I highly recommend. If you want to know a little bit about social media and how it affects your mental state, go ahead and check out podcast number 66. Um, Okay, the phones. Do you check your stocks? obsessively on the phone. So some people like, you know, some of the men are really, they don't have Facebook, they don't have Instagram, they don't care about that stuff, but they're constantly checking stock information. Are you on your phone constantly checking your emails? Like every five minutes? I'm totally guilty to this. Um, Are you always texting on your phone? Every five minutes you're texting someone. Do you play games? I play words with friends. I have to say that's the only game I play. Um, But some people are obsessed about the games on the phone and they're always playing it. Does your phone have to be with you at all times? Do you put it away at night? Does it stay in the same room as your bedroom or do you put it in a different room? Do you check it while you're with your kids? Do you check it while you're at the dinner table? All I'm asking is that you start asking yourself these questions. Are you a slave to your phone? Not a judgment, just a question. The next device, the watch. The new watches out there, right? So I have the iWatch, the Apple Watch, but I know there's other watches out there too that there are these smart watches. Um, It's a whole new device obsession. That's all that it is. I'll be really honest. I've never liked my Apple Watch. I had the first generation one and everybody who knows me knows that I have nothing really good to say about it. Um, And I only got the third generation Apple Watch. Actually, it was a gift, but I really wanted it only because it has cell has the cell service. And so when I'm on a run or on a bike, I finally don't have to have my enormous phone with me. For safety reasons, I can now text or make a call from my watch. So that's the only reason that I got the new Apple Watch, because otherwise I feel like it's just another device that people are becoming obsessed and a slave to. So let me ask you, if you have one of these smart watches, do you now check your watch for your social media notifications and then your phone too? <laughs> because really, I feel like all the watch is, is the phone, but now it's living on my body. <laughs> so- 
So if I didn't quite get the notification on my phone quick enough, now my arm is buzzing every time there's a Facebook announcement, an Instagram, an email, all that kind of stuff. And don't get me wrong, I, I know all of that can be shut off. And on my watch, most of it is shut off. But I'm asking you, is it shut off on yours? Or is your watch just an extension of your phone that's even closer to your body now, right? Um, okay, so do you text on your watch? Are you obsessed with getting the three rings? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? If you have the Apple Watch, it's a new obsession. People want to get their three rings. There's a move ring, there's an exercise ring, and there's the standing up ring. And you have to get all three of them by the end of the day to get the little fireworks show, you know? And I have seen this a lot now, but people are getting obsessed with hitting their rings. And I don't, just so you know, I don't know anybody who's lost weight because they got their three rings or got more fit because they got their three rings or have any, has impacted their health in any way that they got their three rings. (laughs) But people are truly obsessed with getting their three rings. Now I will say for the sedentary person, I guess it's good that they got their three rings. If you're generally a sedentary person and this is going to encourage you to move more, then that's awesome. That's great. But if you're going up and down your stairs at 10 at night because you haven't quite gotten your move ring and you're, you, you, you just got to have your move ring, but you're exhausted and it's time for bed, but you're marching. I, I just don't see the point. <laughs> I just don't know that that's actually a benefit for you. To me, then you're maybe a little obsessed. Like, can you not go a day without getting all three rings? I don't know. Are you a slave to the watch? Again, it's just a question, right? Okay, the next device. I'm so guilty on this one. Your heart rate monitor or your Garmin, you know, any kind of type of device like that, um, your GPS, your heart rate monitor, do you have to wear it all day? I know people who wear their heart rate monitors from the moment they wake up till they go to sleep because all they want to know is how many calories they burn for the entire day. And they literally wear it from the moment they get up. Uh, Do you wear it for every workout because you want to know exactly how many calories you burned? Or are you wearing it because you're trying to stay in a heart rate zone? Two different things. One is not better than the other. I'm just asking, just a question. Do you look at your heart rate monitor way too often on a run? Huh, I wonder. I think I talked about this recently. I definitely do that. Um, So that's something I do and it's like an addiction, right? It's like constantly like, where's my heart rate? Where's my pace? I gotta keep looking, I gotta keep looking. Is that you? Could you work out without it? This is what I think has really become very interesting with these these watches and these heart rate monitors. People feel like if they don't wear that heart rate monitor and it doesn't then connect to Strava, and if you don't know what Strava is, good for you. (laughs) I'm just going to leave it at that. But so many athletes think if I don't wear my heart rate monitor, then my data is not going to show up on Strava and no one's going to see my information. And basically it's like the workout didn't happen. And there's so many jokes about, hey, if you didn't, if it's not on Strava, it didn't happen. And FYI, Strava is like the Facebook of all of your sports activities. So like your run will show up on Strava or your bike will show up on Strava and people can see how you did, what you did. And again, It can be fun, but it also can be just another Facebook type addiction. 
So I ask you, could you work out without that heart rate monitor? Or would you have to go home and get it because that is more important than actually getting in the workout? The fourth device, and I'm not going to go too much into this, but Fitbits. The main thing I see when people get a Fitbit is they're so excited to get it. It's kind of like when you sign up at a gym and you think, oh, there's so much possibility. If I get this Fitbit, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. If I join this gym, I'm going to be so fit, I'm going to lose so much weight, right? That's kind of that that excitement feeling when they first get it. And they set their goals and how many steps they're going to take. And, and then I guess with Fitbits, you can compete with your friends and how many steps they took. And, and all of that's great. And again, if you are a sedentary person and this is going to encourage you to move more, then yes. I'm super happy that you have this device. But is that you? I mean, the majority of the people who listen to my podcast, I'm not sure I would qualify you as a sedentary percent of people. Um, Again, but if you are and that's going to motivate you, that's great. This device is not likely changing your life is what I'm told. Okay, so most people I know stop using their Fitbit after a few months. They get super excited the first few weeks about how many steps they take. Generally, I don't know anyone who's lost weight from using the Fitbit. I'm not saying that people haven't lost weight using it. I'm just saying the people that I know didn't lose weight from using the Fitbit. They got very sort of overwhelmed with all the data that you can look at. They never really used the data properly. And so I'm just not really sure that the Fitbits actually do that much for people. Again, if you're sedentary and makes you work out more, that's great. Um, But I do see people who are, they always have to have it on because they want to know how many steps they took that day. (laughs) That's the most I've ever heard anybody tell me about a Fitbit, is how many steps they took. And some people are very into the sleep part of it, which that part I do like. I guess it tells you if you got a good night's sleep, how much sleep and all that. That part's important, but just another device. Is it necessary? Is it helping you? Are you addicted to it? I don't know. The fifth device is for people who ride bikes. It's our power meter. So I have a power meter. If you have one, um, have you gotten to a place where you can't even imagine writing without it? It's definitely happened with me. Like It's like, oh, but where's my power at? It also tells you where your heart rate is, all that kind of stuff. Does it consume your workout? If you don't hit a certain power level or increase your FTP or your 20-minute test, does it affect your mood? Well, something you have to ask yourself, right? The sixth one is is not so much, well, it's a device that goes along with some of these workout classes. So for those of you who have the Peloton bikes or you go to Orange Theory classes, right? So most of these are using devices as well and everybody's competing with each other in a group using these devices. So Peloton and Orange Theory, you're wearing these heart rate monitors and I, I don't know if everybody can see your personal information um, of your heart rate on Peloton. I've never done it, but I'm pretty sure it's a big power thing and you're all competing for your power and your paces and all that kind of stuff. And same with Orange Theory. I'm pretty sure everybody sees your zone up on the board and it's very competitive. Now, maybe this motivates you and that's great, but does it ever bum you out because you're not the best one in the group? Or did you not beat that friend you wanted to beat? Or did you not beat your own time or something like that? Does it ever bring you down? Do all the workouts have to be judged in that manner? Like sometimes 
Isn't it okay to just like get on a bike and not have to compete against everybody or, or just to show up at Orange Theory and want to do that treadmill workout, but not necessarily be a part of that group competition? Are they using the data to tell you if you're overtrained? Because that would be really fantastic if, if they're using the data to say, hey, you, looks like you're not doing as well as before. I think this is a sign of overtraining. Well, that would be great. But is that what they're doing? I'm not sure. Does it potentially encourage injuries? This is what I worry about a lot with these competitive workouts. Because you're willing to work out beyond your ability just to beat someone. That's concerning. You don't want to injure yourself. It's not necessary. Again, no judgment to Peloton or Orange Theory. Great workouts, awesome companies. I'm just creating discussion that these have devices and is it something that you couldn't even think about doing without the device? And I think, of course, you don't have to use the device when you do those classes. So I ask you, do you often not use the device or do you always feel like you have to? Okay, and the very last device, this one, don't laugh. Okay, you can laugh. This is for dogs. The whistle. <laughs> and there's other ones too, but we have for our dogs, it's called the whistle. And I bought it as a GPS device, meaning my dogs wear it around their collars. And that way, sometimes when they run off behind my house, we have a GPS device. So hopefully we can track them better. But guess what is on the whistle app that comes with it? I mean, it's an amazing product. I really like it. I highly recommend it. But Guess what? There's all these numbers that your dog can hit. There's activity numbers and like you set your your dog's activity level and then every single day you want to see if your dog gets enough exercise. So, okay, I think it's awesome. I think, yes, my husband and I are already obsessed with making sure our dogs get their exercise minutes each day. Is that a good thing? Probably, because I think too many people don't work out their dogs enough. They don't walk them enough. They don't get that exercise. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm just saying, and it's not me <laughs> who has done this, but someone in this household saw that one of the dogs didn't get all their minutes and the dog was already sleeping on the bed. And so this person in the household did take the collar and walk around the house with it so that the dog could get all their minutes. <laughs> I see a little resemblance between that and getting all three rings on the watch, you know? But this one was being like cheated on. Again, it wasn't me in the household, it was someone else. Okay, you probably all think I'm crazy now. But anyway, now even our dogs have devices that we are becoming slaves to, okay? Is it happening? I don't know, is it happening to you? So are all slaves, you know, are, is it okay? I guess I should say, is it okay if you're a slave to your device? Well, only if you're happy. And if these devices are not affecting your mood, your lifestyle, and your health, then I guess that's, you know, it's totally fine if you're happy with it. But if you're starting to look at this and realize, yeah, I'm kind of obsessed, well, see then if you could step back a little bit. But as just as much as some of these devices are sort of can be a negative, I also definitely want you to see that they do have some good. So that phone of yours, I mean, it's pretty amazing and it certainly has changed our lives. For emergencies, we've got a photo op all the time now. We can take those photos. We can get answers to any question we have right on our phone and the GPS factor in the phones. I mean, I couldn't even drive anywhere in Texas without my phone and Google Maps, right? The watch, 
Yes, it's not my favorite. I'm not going to lie. It's just not. But I uh, do think it's great for safety. That's why I have the one I have right now, right? Because I literally can text. I can make calls from it. And that's awesome. And I think that's really, really important. So I can turn all the notifications off so that it doesn't bother me as much as the phone, right? And at least I have it for that safety reason. Let's see what else. Not to mention, the Apple Watch does have a lot of great things for uh, like sedentary people, also people with health issues. Apparently, you know, like if you take your medications, you can input a lot of stuff that then like caregivers can check in and make sure you're doing all that. So there are some different features. Again, it's just not generally my demographic or myself who is probably getting the most benefit from those kind of health features on the watch. It also does tell you to breathe. Yes, every hour I think my watch tells me to make sure that I breathe and it also tells me to stand up if I've been sitting for too long. So annoying for me because I'm always breathing and I walk around a lot, but I will tell you right now that like my sister, she loves when it tells her to breathe because you can push this button and then you can breathe in and out with it and she loves it. So again, if you love it, it brings you joy, then it's all good. The heart rate monitors, they enable us to train smarter. I get it, I like it, I use it for that reason. I think if you're only using it to see how many calories you burn in a workout, I think you're missing the real purpose of it. Does that mean I tell my clients not to use one? No, I have a lot of athletes that have to use it because I have to know how many calories they're burning so I know how much they need to eat. Not everybody uses one, they don't, don't have to, it just depends on the level of an athlete that you are. I just don't want people to be using it only for the calorie burn reason. Fitbits, if they encourage movement and perhaps um, you're not sleeping enough and all that's gonna help you, great, then that's a benefit. Power meters, if you can use it to make you train smarter, again, I'm game. Peloton and Orange Theory, if they get you to the gym or to the workout and you love it, awesome. If it brings you any sense of competition, anxiety, or negativity, then maybe it's too much, maybe it's not necessary. And the whistle, of course, I love the GPS feature. That's that's the only reason that I got it. If it helps make sure my dogs get enough exercise, awesome, as long as no one in the household that shall go nameless is obsessing over those numbers. So here's the thing. These devices can be great and they can be awful. And you have to be the judge of how it affects you. So just because I don't like my watch and I don't like the three rings and I'm never gonna be the person who gets up and throws my watch on first thing in the morning because I have to hit those rings, that's just me and that's my personal thing, right? But if you love it, and you want to put your watch on first thing in the morning because you want to make sure you get all your rings and it brings you joy, awesome. My sister absolutely loves her watch. It brings her joy to hit her rings, to to breathe with it. She absolutely loves it um, and it brings her joy. So awesome. I'm happy about that. It's when the devices feel more like a job than a joy that you know you have a problem. If you feel like you have to slap the watch on first thing in the morning, immediately, well then I think the watch company won because we don't have to put anything on our body first thing in the morning. I mean, I don't think anything should go on your body before you even have that cup of coffee, (laughs) right? Um, If you can't put the phone down at dinner, 
If you can't have dinner with your family without that phone, I don't know, maybe you should think twice because before you know it, those kids are not gonna be at that table anymore because they're gonna be in college and you were always looking at your phone. So see if you can put the phone away. Uh, maybe you can start enjoying a few workouts without a heart rate monitor on. I mean, do we always need it all the time? I remember teaching classes back in the day when nobody had a heart rate monitor. Actually, do you remember when there were those posters on the wall that said what your pulse was supposed to be or where you should be? And, and after a certain part of the workout, you would actually take your pulse. Oh my God, I just had a total flashback. Yeah, and you would take your pulse and you would see if you were like in the zone and that was it. And then you moved on and you enjoyed the class. I sort of miss my workout classes that didn't revolve around how many calories I was burning and where my heart rate was every now and then. We just gotta enjoy the workout, right? Just saying, it's just a conversation, it's not a judgment. At the end of the day, my goal is that we are healthier in mind and body. So if these devices make you feel better, awesome. But if you're starting to feel like an S to the D, a slave to the device, maybe try backing off and prove to yourself that you do not need them. You might like them, but let's not need them, all right? And that is everything. And then you know there are apps that help you like stop using these devices as much, which I think is really funny that the phone, there's the phone app so that you don't use your phone as much, but it's an app on the phone, it's all, it's all connected, right? And then they want you to need that too. So all that matters is you're healthy in mind and body. If you love these devices, keep loving them. If you're starting to feel like the slave, put some away, see what you can do without them. Just be present. I think that's really where I'm going with all of this is once we put away all of these devices, we actually have an opportunity to get more present. So my gift to you for the week is to take your time to be more present and enjoy the rest of the summer that way, all right? That's all you gotta do. Have a good one, everyone. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.